Greetings, greetings, greetings on this soulful Sunday afternoon, August 21st, 2022. This read, today's read, is one of my favorite kinds of stories where Black people didn't just go with the anti-Black flow. They resisted. There's more than one way to resist. And this particular story is about a Black woman who not only did she overcome being enslaved, she just never stopped. She just went beyond any, there was no ceiling for what she did with her life. An amazing story indeed. Here it is. This piece was published on the Facebook page called African Nomad. And it's a Facebook page that speaks to lesser known pieces of history. Um, And this was really, I really was shocked. Um, when I read this story because she just went so far beyond what I would have thought was possible. Like she ain't let nothing stop her. It's just, I love inspiring stories like this because today in 2022, heck yeah, we still facing some wild stuff, but the possibilities are endless when you have support. The only thing about stories like this, it doesn't really speak to the how she did it. Was it through family? Was it, you know, like, I wonder how she just, what was her support system like? Because I know an amazing, well, quite a few amazing people um, currently who let me know they're only able to do what they do because of their collective, their community. And that's the part that's missing. A lot of times Americans tell the story from the perspective of Europeans who do like the, I did it all by myself, me against the world, but that's not African. That's not us. So this woman's name was Biddy. Bridget Mason. She lived from 1815 to 1891. And she was born into slavery and quote unquote given as a wedding gift to a Mormon couple, Christians, in Mississippi. This Mormon couple was named Robert and Rebecca Smith. In 1847, at age 32, Biddy Mason was forced to walk from Mississippi to Utah, tending to the cattle behind that master's 300 wagon caravan. She walked from Mississippi to Utah, that's 1,618.9 miles. After four years in Salt Lake City, that Mormon family took the group to a new Mormon settlement in San 
Bernardino, California, in search of gold. Biddy Mason soon discovered that the California state constitution made slavery illegal and that that master's plan was to move everyone to Texas to avoid freeing the people he had as slaves. With the help of some free blacks that she had befriended, she and the other enslaved people attempted to run away to Los Angeles, but they were intercepted by Smith and brought back. However, when the Mormon tried to leave the state with his family and those that were enslaved under him, a local posse prevented them from leaving. Biddy had Robert Smith brought into court on a writ of habeas corpus. She, her daughters, and the 10 other enslaved people were held in jail for their own safety to protect them from an angry and violent pro-slavery mob until the judge heard the case and granted their freedom. Now free, Mason and her three daughters moved to Los Angeles where they worked and saved enough money to buy a house at 331 Spring Street in downtown LA. Biddy was employed as a nurse, a midwife, and domestic servant. She was one of the first black women to own land in the city of Los Angeles. She had the intelligence and boldness to use part of her land as a temporary resting place for horses and carriages and people visiting town paid money in exchange for the space. That particular area was considered the first parking lot in Los Angeles. Knowing what it meant to be oppressed and friendless, Biddy Mason immediately began a philanthropic career by opening her home to the poor, hungry, and homeless. Through hard work, saving, and investing carefully, she was able to purchase large amounts of real estate, including a commercial building, which provided her with enough income to help build schools, hospitals, and churches. Her financial fortunes continued to increase until she accumulated a fortune of almost $300,000. In today's money, that would be $6 million. Her most Noted accomplishment is the founding of the first AME church in California. In her tireless work, she was known for saying, If you hold your hand closed, nothing good can come in. The open hand gives in abundance even as it receives. Biddy Bridget Mason died on January 15, 1891 at the age of 76. On March 27, 1988, 91 years after her death, a special occasion event was given in her honor by members of the church she helped found. Mayor Tom Bradley was among the dignitaries in attendance. Black women are legendary. Black history is American history. Yes, ma'am. Miss Biddy Bridget Mason, 1815 to 8, 1891. Amazing. Amazing. So I definitely misspoke because after a full read through, I see that she definitely 
had a collective behind her, alongside her, with her, supporting her, working with her. She had her three daughters and they did the whole thing together, which is the only way it can really ever be done. Nothing is done in a vacuum. There's no one superhero. It's, it's always a collective. Anybody that's successful, they had a helping hand, helping hands with an S. And that's how it's, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, I do notice there was not, um, I'm going to look her up because I need to know more. Like who, she has three daughters. Who is their father? Mm. Black people go through a lot. First deadbeat dad was <laughs> definitely a white man. Um, not saying that, that her father was, her children's father was any of those white men who had them enslaved, but that definitely occurred back in those days. And um, she was separate. There, there's no talk of any other family-like siblings or parents, grandparents, cousins, just her and her daughters. Ooh, her family's got broke up. But we just, ugh, my people are so amazing. Um, all kinds of people go through all kinds of things, but the anti-blackness thing is part of the struggle that we go through. So stories like this, Ah, are so inspiring. I'm definitely going to look into her to learn more of her story. It's real life. Like, I'm saying a story because most stories are like, you know, somebody wrote it and made it up. But this is real life. This woman existed. Her real estate investments. She was enslaved and became a millionaire. A real estate mogul. Mm-hmm. She gave back to the community, those around her. She provided for the, oh, it's just beautiful. Like, I, I would love to know. Oh, gosh. I know people like that right now to this day who just really take that lemon and make delicious lemonade. People like her. Well, I'm proud to be a black woman no matter what, but people like her, those these kind of stories just... Light that fire, make it even hotter. Love us, love me, some us. <laughs> One.